0: Good evening, everybody, or morning or afternoon or whatever. My name is Adam. And I'm Matt. And we are Graveyard Tales. Now, if you like stories of ghosts, hauntings, the paranormal, preternatural, and the downright weird, and you enjoy a few laughs as well, then you should probably check us out. Find us anywhere you get your podcast. Come join our Facebook group at Graveyard Tales Podcast, or on Twitter at GRVE why just go search graveyard tales that would be easier we look forward to seeing you in the graveyard see you soon
1: Welcome to the Haunted Heart. Hi. Did you know where you are? Are you surprised? Are you excited?
0: We're excited.
1: We're very excited. So, how's everybody doing since Janelle Monae broke the world on Friday?
0: For real.
1: I mean...
0: If any of our listeners... I don't know. I mean, if you do, like, Janelle Monae, like, I am so about that. (laughs) Her, Her album
1: like, I really want you to listen to the podcast, but I also kind of want you to pause the podcast and, like, just go watch her, like, short film of her new album, Dirty Computer. So, yes. It's so good. It's so good. It's very,
0: like, dystopian, It's but, Ugh. like, so, like, just, so, like, punk rock. Like, female but, like,
1: empowerment, uh-huh. like, African-American empowerment, like... Oh, my God. And it's so many influences from, like, Prince and Bowie, and Prince even wrote one of the songs.
0: Yeah, we've been listening to that this whole evening while we were preparing the podcast. We've been
1: on it, like, pretty hard. So, it's really good. You should watch it. It's all on YouTube, and it's, like, free, so go watch it. Yes. After you finish listening to us.
0: And you've also heard from our friends over at Graveyard Tales.
1: Yes! I love them.
0: I, okay, so... When we got involved with the, um, when APC invited us into that group chat on Twitter uh, with all of the podcasts and I discovered them, I was like, okay, this sounds like something that I'm going to really like, mm-hmm. okay? So, mm-hmm. and then I started playing them and then that intro hit and I was like, damn, like instantly, instantly fell in love.
1: I am in love with Adam's vocal cords. <laughs> like legit. I'm just. Please talk to me about creepy things, and be a cowboy all the time. Please, thank you, (laughs) Adam. (laughs) So that's my podcast crush of the the week. Also, apparently, I can't speak. So
0: yeah. So definitely uh, go check them out.
1: Yes, check them out. Their new episodes, I believe, are every Friday. Um, They're awesome. Um, it's very much like the episode that we're gonna do today. Actually, it worked out that they were on the, um, they they were our promo this week, because today we are talking ghost stories. Good old-fashioned ghost stories. Ghost
0: stories.
1: Specifically, Mexican ghost stories. Yes. Because Cinco de Mayo is coming up. And you know we always like to be topical.
0: Yes. Always.
1: So, we are gonna tell, um, some of the more, um classic mexican ghost stories yeah today so i'm very excited we have our candle i mean we always have candles but it's like a campfire candle tonight actually what is the what is is okay so it and it actually does smell like a campfire
0: yeah no it's witch's brew um i lit it because again it tonight would be officially well purchased not (laughs) from our last episode uh that we were recording so fuck
1: we didn't do any of the shit that we were gonna do? Bathe in the dew.
0: Where
1: no. where is my lavender crown? Where are my hair extensions? No, I might still do some of that stuff. Y'all don't know. It's only yeah. like you know.
0: And then just the night wound is wound young. up. I was supposed to work tonight. Yeah. And then magic happened.
1: The magic is that he got say. fired. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. Yeah, the magic is no that he quit his job. job shit i actually have kind of a voice tonight which is great i i don't have the mounds of mucus that i was choking back last episode which i know was enjoyable for yeah, everybody and you buffed. were
0: really into like the coughing were, i listened
1: like... back to that and there was uh, there was like one point like three quarters of the way through the podcast where i literally heard myself like gurgle back mucus <laughs> Oh, my God! It was terrible
0: it's It's very classy We're, here on this podcast, Guys. We're very yeah. professional, very professional for sure. I mean, if you could just see us
1: if you could, and we can see us because the space that we record in has a gigantic reflective surface in which I can see myself and right now and
0: see about a thousand of ourselves actually
1: yeah it's uh it's unfortunate. We are um, cripplingly faced with our reality—the reality of uh, <laughs> of us.
0: Hey, I like us.
1: I like us too. Janelle Monae has taught me today to like me because her music is fire.
0: Okay, <laughs> are we gonna get into ghost stories now?
1: <laughs> yes. Please don't let me segue. Um, so I'm gonna start. Okay. Ladies first. Absolutely. Um, So, I wanted to start with the story of La Panchada. Okay. Um, So, if you are spending time in a hospital in Mexico City, look out for a ghostly nurse. I had to pick this one because my mom's a nurse. And uh, my mom would be, like, the most pain-in-the-ass ghost nurse if she was a ghost nurse, because she's, she's real salty yeah. and 120% done with everybody Always like, when she wakes up in she's the morning. She's
0: been a nurse since, like, nursing was a thing. <laughs> and, like...
1: She's Lawrence Nightingale? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she no, just get just... reincarnated. Well, she was an RN in um, the labor and delivery, so she's kind of seen every horrible thing, about life, like about life being brought into the, into the world. Yeah. seeing so, lots of horrible people too. For sure. Um, so she's like super done with everything. Um, but la planchada, uh, the words mean the ironed lady. Mm. And that actually becomes important later. So the ironed lady, remember that. Um, and the phrase refers to a nurse that has been seen haunting hospitals all around central Mexico. Um, The story is that of a nurse called Eulalia. I want to say Eulalia, but that is not right. That is super-duper (laughs) gringo. I believe it's Eulalia. um, And she was always immaculately presented when she was on duty with her crisply ironed uniform.
0: Mm.
1: Apparently... Eulalia fell in love with a doctor at the hospital where she worked and they became engaged. And everything was going great. She was filling him, he was filling her, and we were all having a great time. And then he left her to go to a regular medical seminar held in another city. What? You thought he was going to leave her for another woman, didn't you? I thought so.
0: Right? I thought that's exactly no, where this was he headed. No, he left
1: her for some, like, higher education for a damn medical seminar. I would be so mad.
0: That's, like, it's almost worse, right?
1: Bitch, I can go with you to the medical seminar. Right. Like, that's what I'm are I'm you saying. doing? Like,
0: he didn't <laughs> just fall for some uh, somebody else. He just left. Some bullshit. That's worse. <laughs> that's like, okay, you really didn't love
1: me, did I know, you? right? That's how the man's up to you. fuck So, he never returned from the seminar, and Eulalia then discovered that he had met and married another woman while he was there. Oh, well, there it is. So clearly he wanted the seminar all the time.
0: Hmm.
1: Clearly he was getting lunch at Chili's. Ran into some bitch.
0: He was going to another seminar.
1: Oh. <laughs> no. He was in a seminar. I don't know if that works. <laughs> it,
0: it totally doesn't work. It doesn't. But that's what makes Maybe he had a work. tutor.
1: Maybe he had a tutor. I hate it. So, of course, poor Eulalia was uh, absolutely uh, devastated. And she went into a decline. <laughs> is how the story that I was I was like, what a that's phrase. So
0: like, <laughs> that's so, like, Old South, though. She it's went like,
1: into a decline. Right?
0: That's so just very Old South. Like, she went into a decline.
1: I feel like if you could describe my life...
0: <laughs> right now,
1: you might say that I went into a decline. <laughs>
0: there she is. That's there's your autobiography title. Fuck. She went into a decline. Oh my
1: god! In in the decline. Um. Anyway, so Yulali's totally heartbroken. She started to neglect both herself and her work. And for somebody who apparently was so like on top of her game with pressing her uniform and everything like that, it seems like that was a big shift for her. Mm-hmm. Um. And then she eventually died. Oh. And following her death, patients from Central Mexican hospitals report ever since then she they have reported seeing a ghostly apparition on the wards. Um, this ghost nurse is actually said to heal patients that she appears before, so mm. it would seem as though Eulalia is still doing her good work and still healing.
0: So it's like a good omen.
1: It is. It is a good omen. It's a um, so it sounds really creepy. Like ghost nurse is. We've all seen Silent Hill. We know it's scary. It's mm-hmm. sexy. It's really... Is it sexy? It's really sexy. But it's also scary. You don't think the ghost nurses are sexy? They're totally sexy. I
0: mean, okay, you can have the ghost nurses. I kind of had a thing for Pyramid Head, though.
1: I definitely, definitely had a thing for Pyramid Head. He had, a, like, a really good, like, chest. He didn't yeah. have... Here's the thing about Pyramid Head. His chest, he had a good chest chest. But it was like a good, like real life man chest. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. Like he wasn't super oh, I cut. I know. And he wasn't super thin, but he wasn't exactly fat. He was just kind of thick.
0: Oh yeah, I know. Like, I, I want to
1: say stout, but I don't think that's right. <sighs> Portly's not right either. No.
0: <laughs> Would he you says- say he was very? Well, he was very tall. <laughs>
1: Oh, there's the cough.
0: There it is. No, he's no, just he was built
1: like a fucking soup can. I mean, like he's yeah. just like solid.
0: He had a big ass pyramid on his head.
1: He did. You can see his face. That's what it was. I'm into that. What was that gurgle? <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting too excited that about you're... pyramid head. We got to bring it on back. <laughs> that's my that's my call. My <laughs> meeting call.
0: Everybody, everybody on the podcast is listening right now. You have just heard <laughs> Caitlin's mating call the
1: wild mating call (laughs) it's so attractive oh god um
0: coincidentally enough the same sound she makes after dinner
1: is you know there are many similarities i love a good meal i love a good meal
0: exactly
1: um so that's the story of Eulalia. There's not much more other than that. I mean, like every ghost story, there's also the spin that like people think she was horrible and cruel and a terrible nurse when she was alive and so now she haunts people and like is an angel of death.
0: So is she just in this one hospital?
1: No, it's hospitals all around um Central Mexico. So I think I think it's kind of like an urban legend. Mm. It definitely had um I mean, a lot of the stories that we're telling today have are basically urban legends um that are Native to Mexico, with the exception of one that I have. Um, But I think it's... There weren't a lot of details on, like, what hospital specifically. What year was it? Who was this doctor? Where was the medical seminar? You know? So I think it was kind of just, like, one time way back when a doctor and a nurse met and fell in love. And then he left her because he was a piece of shit. And then she died. And then
0: proceeded to continue to help people in, in the afterlife
1: yeah I choose to go with like, that other than that like rather than that she was a terrible scary nurse
0: right I like the fact that it seems like she was a good omen yeah because a lot of these it's you know the opposite because
1: bitch I don't know that I would still be healing people if my bay was all into that and we were healing people together and then he ran off to some seminar and fell up in another hoe <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting too upset I'm too close. I'm, I'm too close baby. to the story. Okay, okay, we're gonna need to let's uh
0: insert segue In a couple of different ways. Uh, insert so what's your segue. Story? So okay, <laughs> so mine. Um So I'm gonna start. I've got a story that I'm gonna read for you guys. Okay, so I need you to snuggle up, turn off the lights, light a candle. Because we're about to tell a ghost story.
1: Okay. okay. I have my candle. Okay. It's here. Okay. Oh my god, that was awful. And that was Kenny's mating call. <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh god.
0: Okay. <clears throat> So a little, some of my stories actually, um, cross the border into Southern Texas. So like they are, um, still, um, you hear them throughout Mexico, but you also hear them, um, like I said, throughout Southern Texas, um, New Mexico, places like that. Yeah. Um, so at night in South Texas especially under a big moon. I'm things start moving. Deer begin grazing. Coarse-haired feral hogs emerge from the brush to steal corn from game feeders on the big ranches. Five-foot rattlesnakes slide from their lair, the sensors on their arrow-headed shaped heads looking for warm meat. And sometimes... An owl spreads its wide wings and flies from its roost looking for prey. Hmm. But some people along the border believe that owls are more than big-eyed night feeders. Among that group are three women who vividly remember an experience they had one night on their way home from a shopping trip to San Antonio. Just outside Batesville on State Highway 57... A large, dark, and menacing bird suddenly appeared in the headlights of their car. The bird flew ahead of them faster than the vehicle, swinging back and forth and bobbing up and down. The woman behind the wheel pressed her foot on the gas to outdistance the bird, which at one point circled back to fly outside the driver's window. The bird seemed to be mocking the women, but this was no mocking bird. That's when the car went dead. The lights went dark and the vehicle stalled, slowly losing speed. The driver managed to get the car off the roadway but could not restart it. The wo- the women locked themselves in the car, stuck out in the middle of nowhere. Ugh. The bird, meanwhile, had disappeared. As mysteriously as it had died, the car eventually restarted. Sure, it could have been a loose battery wire, or any number of easy, explainable, mechanical things. But as far as these three women were concerned, the answer could be articulated in one word. Lechusa.
1: Mm. Y'all better get to Jiffy Lube, get you lay oil change. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tune your shit up before you drive through southern Texas. True. It is dark as book there in the night
0: Mm -mm. Mm -mm. wouldn't do it
1: no ma'am
0: so what is the Lechusa? you might ask
1: what is the (laughs) lechuza (laughs) well kenny uh,
0: well thank you for asking
1: (laughs) you know katie uh uh-huh
0: because you asked
1: (laughs) yeah i did i did
0: so all right so most interested so most most often described as the spirit of a witch or Bruja mm-hmm. Tales of the Lechusa are often found in Mexico and southern Texas. The lore is that the Lechusa are women that sold their souls to the devil in exchange for magical powers. As we do. Uh huh. They're often depicted as human sized owls with the face of a woman. If you're ever alone and hear strange whistling, or perhaps the cry of an infant, it may very well be La Lechuza luring you into her trap and foretelling the death of a family member. Some stories say that La Lechuza is the spirit of a bruja or woman who had been murdered and has returned from the grave to seek her revenge. Now, I have to give credit. So, while we are not uh, endorsed by this brand in any way, I have to give credit to my inspiration uh, for this to our friend Joey over at the oh, Wild Heart San Antonio.
1: I knew why. You, that's why you were wearing your Wild Heart shirt today. Yes. Yes, yes. it is. That's a badass shirt.
0: Yes, it is. Um, So, the Wildheart San Antonio actually curates really unique merchandise to sell, but also creates things under their own brand, Mm -hmm. um, which also includes really beautiful t-shirt designs. So, as Katie mentioned, I'm wearing uh, their She Is Magic tee, but they are releasing a La Lechusa tee, which you can currently pre-order on their website. So, I'm going to post the info so you can go snag one, because they're really awesome designs, but I saw Mm -hmm. that, um, and I was like... That's perfect for mm-hmm. the episode. So I was Very like, timely. Let me...
1: Also, hi, Jay. plug. Yeah.
0: Let me... Uh, yeah, I don't I think like, he
1: knows that we're... Does he know?
0: No. Yeah, bye. he does.
1: Sorry, sorry, babe. Put you on blast.
0: Sorry. Sorry
1: about that. We like your shit.
0: But I like that because yeah. it was... Um, uh, it incorporates nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these owls are like... I think they're typically always white, human-sized. Mm-hmm. And there are mm-hmm. pictures that you can find online human-sized? of people. Yeah, like, they're supposed to be, like, Thug. you know, these huge owls. Yeah. And, like, there's pictures um, that I found of, like, people holding, like, these friggin' huge owls that they've... Huh. That they have found. And um, it the stories vary. Like I said, some say that they are, you know, the witches who... Uh, turn themselves into the owls some mm-hmm. say that it's the spirit of not necessarily just a witch but it could be a woman mm-hmm. um in general who's just seeking revenge um some say that owls are like or that the Lechusa is just a conduit for the witch mm-hmm. who's actually alive but just using yeah the owl yeah. so the um it varies but yeah i still thought it was i thought it was pretty cool
1: I think it's super cool, because you know I have a thing with owls. Yeah. Like, I love owls. And my it's house, really freaky. My house is covered in different kinds of owls. I have a problem.
0: Because you have, I mean, there are stories of, like, people driving through Texas and, like, their cars being attacked. Because it's sort of the thing. It happens at night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, their cars having, like, strange, you know,
1: hmm.
0: like, being attacked while they were driving. And then, like, they've got weird, like, claw marks and stuff all over there. Their cars and scratches and stuff like that. So. so
1: I have to tell a story. What? Speaking of birds attacking cars while you're driving. Oh, my
0: God. Are you really going there? Are How you long really ago was
1: there? that? Was that like 10 years? No. Is it more than 10 years? No. I, I feel like it was a long time ago.
0: No. I mean, it was, but it wasn't 10 years ago.
1: So Kenny was driving this one time, and he used to have this green Dodge was it a dart? It was no. a Dodge
0: Intrepid. It was a Dodge
1: Intrepid, yes. Um, it was green, and he was just driving along in the night. And <laughs> I don't know what happened, okay. So let but, me- like, this fucking swarm of birds. Like, he was just driving, and, like, I think one poop landed on his windshield, and then, like, all the fucking poop <laughs> landed on his windshield. He literally had to pull over, and he sent me a picture, and literally, you guys, I... I shit you not, pun intended. <laughs> His entire windshield was like white with bird shit. You could not see anything. The wipers did not work. It literally looked like he got fucking slimed on Nickelodeon. It, that's what it
0: looked like. It was li- it was like a joke. It, it was, was ridiculous. <laughs> like something you would see in a movie.
1: Some birds.
0: It was literally like something you would only see in a movie. They right? just
1: fucking died. Like I would not have for believed, comedic effect. I wouldn't have believed that story if you hadn't sent me that text with the picture. and I still have
0: the pictures somewhere. Do you really? On my phone. (gasps)
1: Shit, you should find it and put it on Instagram.
0: I probably will. Yes, I was driving one night. I was driving to the airport. (laughs) It was a warm night, so I had my fucking windows down. (laughs) That's the twist. You wanted a twist? The windows were down. My music was loud, because that is how I roll, and I was having me a good time. You were on them good vibes. And then the next thing you know... One poop, and you were like, oh,
1: damn.
0: Yep, and then all of a sudden... (laughs) The sound it made as it <laughs> splattered all over my windshield. It I thought somebody, because it was right before I was getting ready to go under a bridge or something like that. So I thought that someone had taken a paint can
1: and like thrown it <laughs> thrown paint yeah. at my I mean car. that's what it looked like. Because that's what it looked like. It that looked is what like it looked like.
0: Someone had had like slung white paint all over my, my windshield. That but was, no, that was
1: a fucking lay too. It was fucking was, bird shit. I mean she was flying. She had her some Chipotle for dinner. She She then picked up a couple of kids and ate them. She was sailing through the fucking air, feeling herself. And she said, let me just... She
0: dropped a deuce on my car. (laughs) She
1: said, let me just squeeze one out.
0: (laughs) That's what it was.
1: It was insane. You should find that picture and post it. I am. Anyway.
0: So that's my first one.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: But I like that you made that connection, Katie.
1: For fucking sure. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I like that. That's I had not heard that and I love owls, so I'm into it. Yeah. So my next um one. This one okay, so I I'm liberally interpreting ghost story on this one. Okay? But it's so fucking cool that I wanted to share it. Okay. Um, so my story is about uh, Isla de las Muñecas, and it does not have the toll day. We argued about this earlier. Yes, it does have the toll day. Muñecas, sorry, um, which translates to the Island of the Dolls. Um, I've heard of this. Yes, so legend says um, that, uh, and this is this actually does have a location that's south of Mexico City um, between the tenal- canals. I'm so sorry. I'm going to fuck it up. Between the canals of, um, Jochimico, um, you can find a small island, um, and that's where we are.
0: Okay, Yes. So, yep. south
1: of Mexico City. Okay. Canals. Um, legend has it that a girl was found drowned in mysterious circumstances many years ago on this island. Um, and Don Julian Santana Barrera, um, was the caretaker of the island, And supposedly he was out um, walking around one day, and he found a little girl who drowned um, under mysterious circumstances and wasn't able to save her life. Shortly thereafter, um, he found a floating doll near the canals, and most probably that doll belonged to the little girl. He picked up the doll and he hung it to a tree as a way of showing respect and support for the spirit of the girl. But then he became convinced that the um, doll was possessed by the spirit of the girl. Mm. So he began collecting dolls, and he would hang them from the trees. And he believed that all of the dolls were possessed by different spirits of dead girls. And he continued to hang them all over the entire island. And since their, um Since they out in the elements like there are pictures of these dolls online i'll try to post some of them on to instagram so you guys can see them um but there are pictures of these dolls and since they're exposed to the elements like their faces obviously are very like, weathered. Decay. yeah and like they lose eyes and like it just gets real creepy real fast um but apparently he did this until the day that he died like 50 years
0: that's insane. Yes.
1: People said that he um, he was apparently very um, haunted by the fact that he wasn't able to save the girl that he found, um, the drowned girl. And so for 50 years, he collected dolls and hung them on the island, and then he was found dead, drowned in the same spot where the girl died. Mm,
0: and the plot thickens.
1: So... Um, many of the people who, who live on the island believe that he has joined the other spirits of the island, um, and everybody kind of um, everybody who lives there, all the locals, are very like um, convinced that this island is a charmed place. And after um, Julian died in two thousand and one, it became a local tourist or it became a tourist attraction. And I think it actually went... I think there was, like, a video or something, like, a short clip on Facebook where it went viral.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing something oh, about that.
1: Yeah, it was, like, a while back. It was a couple of years ago. Um, but it, like, is really creepy. And there are pictures of... Um, there are pictures of it, and it just looks so remote. Like, I didn't realize before I started researching it, because I had heard of it. I didn't realize there were people who actually lived there. But it's very... It's very creepy, but it also... Like, the meaning behind it is sweet. That he's that he saw himself as memorializing um, these girls. So, but it is kind of, it's pretty nightmarish when you look at it. Because the, the doll's eyes, people talk about how the doll's eyes follow you as you go places.
0: Yeah, I saw a video on Facebook that was, um, this artist had started creating dolls. And I actually followed them on Facebook where they have the eyes that are, that are made to look like they're following you. Mm-hmm. So, and she does, like, these really weird, um, creepy dolls, and, like, their eyes are really spooky, like, yellow, and they just follow you around. I don't know that I could deal with that. I mean, I like it. I would probably buy one.
1: Yeah, I can't even imagine in the dark, like...
0: Would you stay on an island in the dark? Would you stay the night? If someone gave you a... Decently Decent amount of money. Spend the night. Camp out. On the island of the dolls. Camp
1: out? I don't even have would a house. You? Fuck. No. Um, can, would you come with me? I'd come with you. Totally. Okay. For I sure. I probably would. I probably would. For fucking yeah, sure. Yeah, if you were there, I probably would. I, I don't know that I could do it by myself, but like... I Together mean, we
0: can do anything.
1: Alright, well, some something like that. Or I can run faster than you. Fuck you. you. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I um, know
0: your ass would be the first one to, to bounce roll. Bounce out. Yeah.
1: No, at any time we've ever gone to a haunted house, you know that I scream and I grab you and then I run. Now, if you slip out of my grasp, I'm not going back. But I will grab your wrist and try to carry you with me.
0: Here's the thing. Katie's a little more skittish than I am. And you know, that's true. You're like
1: No. You're a little more No, it depends on the situation. See, I am by nature. I my ancestry is Scottish. I am by nature argumentative and I will fucking fight you. Okay? Any any time of day, any place, any season. Right.
0: No matter what it is, and, and no, no matter no matter no matter what
1: doesn't matter. So I have to be extra careful when I go into high stress situations like haunted houses because my reaction is to fucking hit it, whatever it is. <laughs> when I get scared, my reaction is to just fucking right hook it. So I have to like I have to do one of two things. One thing when I'm not so in control is I get skittish and I'll try to evade the situation. Right, just evade the situation. I love scaring people, but being scared, a little different because I'm not trying to kill anybody. I don't need that. She's in my life. essentially
0: not afraid of what's in the dark. She's afraid of killing what it the brings out in me. That's in
1: right, the dark. right. Because I know that person has family, <laughs> and they don't want to get hit. They just want to. This is all about
0: self-preservation.
1: Absolutely. So first thing is is run. Um, but my main strategy, and if you are scared of haunted houses, maybe this will work for you. I have a background in theater. So when I go through Haunted Houses now, I just embrace the fact that I am scarier than whatever is in there. <laughs> and it's so fucking true. <laughs> because I it, it is the truth. I am scarier than whatever is in there.
0: It really is. I have
1: <laughs> Kenny laughs at me. You remember because, that witch? Yes.
0: Alright, <laughs> yes, total segue. I mean, side note: we are completely off topic, but yes, we went through. What the
1: fuck else is new?
0: Right. I mean, whatever.
1: If you like being on topic, this is probably not the. We're place not for the
0: on-topic podcast <laughs> people, not. okay? This is not the you know get what you signed up for podcast. <laughs> this is not what that is. All right. This is you listen to us ramble podcast. Somewhere there's somebody
1: recording want. in a T-shirt that says the on-topic podcast. And they have notes, <laughs> and they have talent, and they have tech, and they are mad. Well, you know what? Stay mad. <laughs> Stay mad.
0: Create the Stay Mad podcast. Wait, no, okay? we segued.
1: We segued from the segue though. Okay, we we're gonna tell the <laughs> no, way no, no,
0: short. no, no. So yeah, she was. Um, so we were going through the haunted house, and there was like a little. There was a witch scene, and so the witch comes out and like does her thing. You know, being a great little actress,
1: (laughs) and she came out of the darkness in a corner, and like got immediately in my face.
0: And Katie just like, okay, you might have to finish that.
1: Okay, so it was like a Hansel Gretel themed thing, right? Yeah. So you walk into the cabin, and it's like all creepy and eating children, whatever. And then the witch comes around the corner out of the darkness and she smelled me, right? Cuz oh, it was that's like right. it was like we were doing the Hansel and Gretel thing, she was going to eat us, right? What she did not expect is that I leaned forward into her face and then I said <laughs> right back at her, right? And I could yeah. see in her eyes that she was so confused and afraid. I think she almost hit the panic button. She probably did. Like, I think she was alarmed.
0: She went back at the end of night meeting and was like, guys, this bitch. Let me tell you about this bitch that came through.
1: Fuck. Like. She was
0: like, I need tomorrow off. No. <laughs> She's like, I'm done. Can I, like, go and, like, sell tickets? Can you put me at the ticket booths tonight, please?
1: Like, I have to do that. I have to. I, I am not capable of. Of not being in control. I think it's definitely a control thing. Like, I I have to be the one who is doing the scaring. I cannot be on the receiving end of that. True. Fully. Because then I just lose my shit. And then i got to fight my way out. Like the Scots lady that I am. The wee little lass. I can't do a Scottish accent for shit. Very sad about it.
0: Yeah. Well... Alright, so now... Your
1: turn. It is my turn again. And you are covering a very famous...
0: Oh, yes.
1: Ghost story. Okay. Uh, uh, uh.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. See, this is really hard for me, because it's really hard to, like, breathe and, like, recite a scary story at the same time.
1: I feel like we should have listened to more of Graveyard Tales. Probably. To prepare. Probably. <laughs> Maybe we should have just let them do this episode. Right. (laughs) All right. here we go. Okay.
0: When I was in the seventh grade, I had a frightening dream. I saw myself standing on a dark road with the only illumination coming from a dim streetlight. The ground was wet, and in the distance, I could hear the sound of rain falling and the tap, tap, tapping of footsteps coming toward me. Peering into the darkness, I could make out a woman dressed all in black, with a dark, lacy veil covering her face.
1: It was me, babe. I was just coming home from the club. <laughs> I was just... Moving toward me. <laughs> just...
0: Strangely. Yeah. As the mysterious woman grew closer. Yeah. So did the rain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but. Was it not raining on him already, though? Did he just hear rain in the distance? Maybe it got weird closer. Maybe it got harder. Like, Maybe it got... Yeah. I don't know what that means, that phrase. I'm just, I'm just repeating the story.
0: When the woman was about 15 feet in front of me, she looked over my shoulder. When I turned around to see what she was looking at, I saw a young child dressed in a white nightgown playing with a doll in the middle of a puddle of water.
1: That ain't good. Don't look back.
0: <laughs> when I turned back to her, uh uh-uh. she was right in front of me.
1: For fucking sure she was. The veil
0: was lifted, her eyes were abnormally wide, and her face was no more than three inches away from mine. Her terrifying eyes stared into mine, dead on, until I awoke in a panic. I looked toward the window. It was raining.
1: If this bitch is standing in this fucking window, oh my shit.
0: (laughs) As you can imagine, I did not sleep the rest of the night. The next day, I shook off the dream and thought nothing more about it mm. until a year later. On that night, I was spending the night with my friend, Veronica, who had also invited another friend named Sarah.
1: Mm, I'm clocking them names. Is this a creepypasta? No! Okay.
0: In the course of the evening, Sarah, who is Hispanic... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for That's the That's what the story
0: says. Began to tell us some of the legends and ghost stories of the mexican culture when she began to tell the tale of la llorona i didn't think anything of it at first then she began to tell how the to tell of how the legendary spirit travels by water dressed all in black or white depending on her mood
1: I feel <laughs> and it's
0: almost always seen wearing a veil. Sarah continued by telling us that La Llorona lifts her veil only to her victims, that in their afterlife she is chosen to help her find the bones of her lost children. Now I constantly wonder if in my afterlife I will be forced to help her find the bones of her lost children.
1: You know who else we wears think? black and white a lot. I'm just saying. Shut up. Shut up. Um, that is a very popular ghost story.
0: Yes, it is. It is. It is. Um, that
1: was one that I also found. Um, and there's actually one. Uh, there's a. So I asked you if that was a creepypasta because there's a creepypasta that's based in Japan. that is fucking terrifying. That is similar to that. It's like almost exactly like that. And I wonder if they borrowed from that story. I'm not
0: sure. And I, just kind of set
1: it in a different country, you know?
0: I'm not sure. I found the stories online and I meant to... Link
1: the, them?
0: Yeah, but I forgot. That's okay.
1: We can link them later. Um,
0: I, but I can link them later on um, the where they came from. It's from the internet. You know, that source. I did not create it. The Let internet. me just say that. I did not come up with that. It's not my story. Um, but yeah, no. She is one of the most... Uh, probably one of the most prominent figures in folkloric horror. Yeah. Um, also known as the Weeping Woman. hmm Um, it's a tale of tragedy, sadness, um, and it has its own variations. It's like a 500-year-old tale. hmm Um.
1: So, I have a little bit on the background of what I found. What did you find? About how that story came to pass. Um. Just that, like, so there are a lot of different iterations, but basically um, the one that I heard was that um, many, many years ago, a Spanish soldier had married a young woman that was of indigenous descent. She was a young Mexican woman. Um, And they were fine. They had kids. Everything was great. And then his family, um, uh, his wealthy family pressured her to or him to leave her. And so he left her and married a Spanish noblewoman and then she got all upset and went Medea on him. Not Tyler Perry, Medea, Greek Medea. Um, and like murdered... <laughs> I feel like it was a distinction that needed I to be I needed make. to, because I was like... Yeah, not Tyler Perry, Medea. Um, Greek Medea. Um, and she killed um, both their children because she was mad at him. So she did that to get back at him. And um, and she actually drowned them in a nearby river, and then she ran off to the forest where she killed herself. And then, apparently, because of that crime, like, she wasn't able to pass on to the afterlife, and so she roams around looking for her children.
0: Yeah, it, um, there's variations. Some people, that's kind of what I found, too, was that she was, um, she fell in love with a nobleman, and, you know, and they weren't allowed to marry or whatever, so he, you know, decided to... Uh, not have any balls and marry the woman that he was having children with and, you know, and love. Instead, went to some other uh, some other lady.
1: Went to a medical seminary. (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) No.
0: So, or, like, there are some there are some variations that say that she was, like, a very, very beautiful woman. Uh And she was very, like, self-obsessed and, like, only wanted like the perfect man mm-hmm. and so she and wanted someone who would just be her equal mm-hmm. because she was so beautiful mm-hmm. and perfect and that once she found him and they had kids he like started not feeling the relationship um and Funny she how thought that
1: happens ain't it right
0: You just started not feeling it. Yeah. After you've been feeling it and we got these kids. Right. That was the result of us feeling it. Exactly. (laughs) So, and it was, and she blamed, and then, you know, she blamed the kids for that somehow. I don't know what the kids have to do with that, but, um, so she thought by killing the kids or, you know, she wouldn't that that would somehow, like, make things better. Side note, it's not.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean... It doesn't. It. No.
0: Not at all. Sounds
1: like an escalation to me.
0: So then when she went crazy, killed the kids, and then went back to him and found him and was like... You know, she had blood all over. She didn't killed her kids. Because some say she stabbed them and then threw them into the river. Some say that, you know, they just drowned. And this one, I'm supposing, you know, she stabbed them and then mm-hmm. tossed their bodies in the river. And then when he, like, rejected her, because fucking killed our kids, like, <laughs> um, that's when she went you know crazy realized that you know she done she done fucked up
1: you done fucked up babe
0: she done fucked up and then let went me just and say if you
1: if you are like knee knee deep in the river and you have both of your children your beautiful beautiful children there and you, your plan is to just fucking drown them you fucking up babe like just take a moment and understand that you fucking up. Right. And understand that it's not them children. It ain't them babies that's the problem. It's the It's man. that man,
0: honey. This is the man-haters podcast. And you
1: gotta listen. <laughs> you have to listen to Beyonce when she tells you that the best revenge is your paper. Mm-hmm. So you gotta just get yours.
0: Yeah. So once she, you know, once she died, her spirit um, was, you know... Denied access into the afterlife because they were like, Where are your kids?
1: Yeah, I don't think you get to go. So, to the, the guy up
0: there that. was like, um, Excuse me. Mm. So, they wouldn't let her go to rest until she comes back with her, until she came back with her kids.
1: Which is why she's looking for the bones. So, she's, children. that's
0: why she's like on Earth and she's crying. She's trying to find her children um, so that she can finally be laid to rest. hmm. Um, And it's a tale, like I said, you hear this, it it follows closely, I believe, to like the woman in white.
1: Yeah. It's very, I was going to say, a lot of different cultures have a woman in white um, myth or ghost story where it's like the woman who's lost her children for whatever reason, whether it's that she took their lives or or what have you. Um, Normally, I think it's that she has taken their lives for whatever tragic reason. Um, But uh, super, (laughs) I hate to do it. But Supernatural actually has a really good episode about that. (laughs) Their first episode, which I've seen like a billion times, is about um, a woman in white um, who is trying to get home. Um, And I'll just leave it there, but it's really, really good. It's their first episode ever. So you should watch it if you're interested in that. But that's a common sort of refrain.
0: Yeah, I think um, it's mostly told to children to like... It, I, I've heard it both ways. I've heard and it like told two it ways. To children. Told to children, yeah. So if I so to that, make them
1: stay awake at night, if my mama told me that story, I'd be. Well, like,
0: no, Bleh. It's to, so that they won't stay out at night. Oh, uh, yeah. Because she comes out at night, and it's supposed to be like you know, don't go outside because yeah. supposedly her spirit will, if you are a child and you are caught out at night, oh. she will come and like
1: take you for take one of her you because What's she that? thinks
0: you're her child.
1: No, baby. And
0: so she kills you and then finds out, oh, not my child. Ooh, so then she okay. keeps on. Mm. So that's another part of the story that, you know, is really sort of creepy. So, like, for me, all yeah, right, all right mom, I'm creepy. good. I'm staying inside. Like, all right. don't worry. A plus. Um,
1: hey, how are you and dad doing? How's your relationship? <laughs> is it going well? You think he's going to leave you? <laughs> you mad at him? You, you, how would you feel? Would I be involved in that at all?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> By the way,
0: <laughs> BT dubs, um, and then some say that it is a sort of like a cautionary tale to like young girls to like just be careful about who you trying to get with. For sure. For sure. I feel like this is
1: when we should cue our favorite uh, topical song called. You know. You know what I'm going to say. Go ahead and say it. We just gotta cue that uh Let Me Smell Your Dick song. <gasps> you know that song? God think Such many people
0: song. know that song.
1: <laughs> really? Oh my god, YouTube it. If you are at work, don't YouTube it. <laughs> um uh, take a break, put some headphones in, some good headphones, not the shitty headphones, where everybody can hear what you're fucking listening to. Um do a headphone check, plug 'em in, Google that song. Let me smell your dick. It's amazing. It is next level absurd, um, but I think it's hilarious and applicable to the story. Yeah. If she had done that, man, he wouldn't have left her.
0: And some people say that you that um, she would have been police. La Llorona could also be found at the island of the dolls too. Like really, I, I found a, a, a source oh, that shit. made that connection Converged. too.
1: yeah, it, may, it makes sense because spirits of dead girls and everything yeah. and drowning children.
0: Drowning, yeah, exactly. Drowning children, Mm. so she might, like, some people say that they see her there, too. I don't know. I go by, so, like, if you're going through this, like, woman in white thing, do not pick up hitchhikers.
1: I'm sorry. Fucking, don't pick up hitchhikers ever, literally, ever. Never do that. If you no. listen to True Crime, you probably don't need to be told. But, like, don't pick up hitchhikers. Don't fucking do it. Especially when you're driving through, like,
0: now, deep Texas. If like... somebody...
1: Yeah, fucking <laughs> not at all. Don't stop for any God-blessed body. I have seen... Oh, what was that movie? Fuck. Jake Gyllenhaal and Amy Adams. Oh. oh. It was so good. What was that movie called? And he was a writer... And he was writing a story. It wasn't darkness, and it wasn't like silent. <sighs> Fuck. We'll figure it out. Kenny's googling. Um. Anyway, that's a really good movie. But never hit, pick up hitchhikers if somebody is in distress. Like it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre situation, and somebody's clearly upset or in distress. Uh, baby, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna wave at you as I go by, and I'm gonna hit that nine one one on my cell phone as I'm driving. Right. I'm going to get somebody out to you who's prepared, who has an appropriate amount of drugs, who's got some good and ketamine for you, who's got some protection, some protocol in place, but I'm not going to stop my car and let you get in it. Right. Cuz I don't know if you're running from the killer or if you are the killer baby and as a third party, I got to remain impartial on that one.
0: That just goes back to self-preservation, bitch.
1: But I will call 911. Like you absolutely I I heard the story one time of this girl who um She had been taken out to the desert and, um, by a bad person who wanted to murder her and hurt her. And he did hurt her. And, um, I'm not going to get too deep into this story because we might actually cover it on here because it's actually amazing. Um, but she survived. But a car, I think it was one car, it might have been two cars, passed her by before anybody stopped. And she was, like, on death's doorstop. And the only reason she survived was because the um, last person who passed her um, actually stopped to help her and mm-hmm. called nine one one and everything. So I'm probably not going to stop, but I'm going to call nine one one. No, always not- call nine one one.
0: Nocturnal animals. Nocturnal. Yes,
1: movie. yes. I you mean, you should watch that movie. Like, but always call nine one one. That's what nine one one is for.
0: But there's just something about to me that like the big Texas is just. Real scurry at night. It is. Like, it is. Having been there and, like, and visited once.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think um, I've been, I think I've only been once, too.
0: Did you go, what part did you go through? San Antonio. All right, I was in Dallas. Yeah. So, um, but with just everything being so, like, flat and, yeah. like. It's just not good for me. I'm not driving. I don't plan on driving through Texas anytime soon, y'all. There's. I appreciate it. I appreciate Texas. Texas, you are on our our downloads. You know, like, you show us a lot
1: of love. For sure. I, I no, love I love Texas. I think we might actually do an episode. In Texas? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> at night. I mean, I mean, fucking on the
0: fucking not highway. At <laughs> not
1: at all. No, thank you. No, um. There's a really, really, really um, crazy story of um, of that of what you're talking about, like um, these girls who were driving in Texas um, at night. Yeah, I feel um, like horror road trips in, like, is probably a, another.
0: You know what I mean? Idea. Like, yeah. That's probably a, another thing. Yeah, that's another there. thing. It's another thing for another night.
1: It is another candle,
0: another story.
1: That's true, but as far as stories go, it looks like we're out.
0: I think we are. We are. I'm sure that there are plenty that we have not covered, because, um, you know, Mexican culture is rich in um, in this sort of thing. I mean, things like Day of the yeah, Dead, like yeah. very spiritual.
1: One of the beautiful things about that culture is how connected they are to the afterlife, and mm-hmm. how for for um, in that culture, it's not as, like, I feel like, um, typical, regular, everyday American culture, waspy culture, (laughs) um, is very, like, we live our lives, and then we die, and we go to this other world that we don't know anything about, and we're not really concerned about it, bye, you know, just do really good while you're here, but, like, I think it's really cool. I've always thought it's really cool how Mexican culture kind of like they don't necessarily see it as two separate things that happen at two different times. It's like everything's connected and there's like a top and a bottom to every
0: Mm -hmm.
1: page and it's like those are two sides of the same coin and we kind of exist. Our ancestors exist around us and weave between us and through us and like it's just very cool. Yeah, it's very very cool. So it more, doesn't surprise me that their ghost stories are badass.
0: Yeah, and it's more um, it's more celebratory than it is. Yeah. Um, for Waspy culture, yeah, yeah. Um, we look at things like spirits and ghosts as things that are
1: bad, or bad and foreign. evil.
0: Um, and you know, whilst the cases that we, you know, the stories that we have talked about are, you know, scary and bad. Yeah. Killing children and stuff like that. But they It also... all relates back to, like, a human element. Yeah. That you can connect with. Yeah. And that you can empathize with. And yeah. their culture of really just sort of, like, in reference to, you know, Dia de los Huertos, um, just celebrating and sort of... Respecting and remembering, memorializing those who have passed. Right. um,
1: And there, and there were a lot of stories that were. I mean, obviously, we curated. um,
0: We only have but so long we can talk. So right,
1: but there were a lot of stories where, um, and even in La Planchada, you know, there were stories where the ghost or spirit or what have you wasn't necessarily like a malevolent um, force. It was more you know, just a helping force, you know, or just a force that's there and is neither good or bad. It's like a neutral sort of thing. And um, I think that's probably a lot closer to the way that things actually are. Yeah. um, Because I don't necessarily think there's um, stark good and stark evil. I think there are some things that are just plain evil. Um, But I think most of us exist in a gray area in between. And, yeah. yeah
0: and another thing that i really like to just sort of is that a lot of it is like passed down it's like stories and stuff that have been passed down from you know grandmothers mm-hmm. you know what i mean and mm-hmm. stuff like that so it's that part um i can really appreciate because not everybody like here like their grandparents don't don't do that yeah you know what i mean
1: it kind I relate of is a dying that. art i mean the, it really is it, it's a dying art
0: and i don't know i really relate to that because i received a lot of my interest in like horror and the supernatural from my mother and then you know my grandmother was into it so i sort of i i get that and so i appreciate mm-hmm. that about you know yeah everything that we've been talking about so
1: yeah very cool very cool yeah Yeah, we got to tell each other stories. We got to talk to each other. That's why podcasts are important. Yes.
0: Yes. I want to thank you so much for listening to us, Babylon, to our uh, ghost stories.
1: Mm -hmm. And if you have a favorite one that you want to share, it is always, we always love to hear from listeners. You can email us, thehauntedheartpodcast at gmail.com. You can also share your story with us on Instagram. We are at The Haunted Heart Podcast, and you can also connect with us on Twitter. We are at The Haunted Heart. Uh-huh,
0: and we are becoming more, hella more active we're on We're trying Twitter. to be active. Um, we're hella more active on Twitter right now. We so, are. So,
1: um,
0: definitely working on Twitter, um, and we've got to get that Facebook group up and ready. Yeah, now. we got
1: to do that. I, I just, I hate Facebook so much. But I do want to hang out with our listeners and chat with you guys, so I think I'm going to make a... Come back to Facebook when I can swallow my pride and just (laughs) do it. But um, we do have a a Facebook page that you can like and comment and hang out with us on right now. Hang out with Kenny.
0: Yeah, hang out with me.
1: You can see me on Instagram.
0: Yeah, you can just hang out with me. But yes, and we will be doing, um, probably be doing some new promos week to week. Like promo um, from our friends.
1: Yes. From our other
0: podcast friends. Podcasts that we love. Yeah. um, And are into. suggestions
1: for you guys. um,
0: Yeah, so be on the lookout for all of that. I mean, we're starting to, um, I think, really get into... Like I'm really loving this little podcast community that we're yeah, it's getting into. it's very cool. So it's, it's really very cool. It's
1: awesome. Which is awesome because we are not usually part of the community. Usually, we, <laughs> we're, usually we're the, the god kids sheep. in the back. Oh, the black sheep. Who's But the black sheep? but everybody is black remember, sheep in this community. So it's really cool. Everybody loves the weird shit. So um, yes. Oh, shit, I had something I was going to say. Just left my brain. Oh, subscribe, rate, and review. Always subscribe, rate, and review. Um, If you can uh, give us a review on Stitcher and rate us on Stitcher, uh, that would be fantastic. We're trying to um, get our Stitcher ratings up for outside the Apple Podcast world. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, then go subscribe and rate and review us there. Yep. And you can hear us
0: bullshit every Wednesday.
1: Every Wednesday. So, so that ends the shit that we have to say. And now we bid you a very good night.
0: Buenos noches.
1: Buenos noches. <laughs> and as always. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Ooh.